And today we're talking about Belgium. Oh. Always a talking point, well, in recent years. Definitely one of the darlings of the uh, Eurovision scene at the moment. They Belgium. are indeed. They're very much in fashion. But tell us about their history, Michael. Well, a Belgium, Dale, have been there since the start, from 1956. Oh, wow, yeah. They've only missed a few years here and there, so yeah. they've been pretty consistent. Uh, they won in 1986 with the legendary Sandra Kim. Yep. How old was she? 13. I like she could have won junior and <laughs> and that at the same year. I know. Well, if they had it. They changed the, the uh, age rules not long after that. In the late 80s, there was a lot of young performers. And yeah, then Bemo, you have to be 16 now, don't you? Yeah, you can't have 13-year-olds running around doing Eurovision. So uh, from twin, 2005 to 2014, they only qualified two out of ten times to the grand final. Oh, I, I remember those days. Because that's when I really got into Eurovision living in London. And I just remember Belgium being like, the stinkers. A bit tragic. Like, they were like the terrible people who just could not put... They were terrible at Eurovision. But they've turned it around, Dale. Oh, massively. Since, since 2015, they have made three top tens in a row, hence why they're the darlings of Eurovision. We had the wonderful Loic in uh, who came fourth. Uh, Laura, one of mm. the favourites from Australia, 12 mm. points from Australia. And then, of course, fourth last year for Blanche. Pulled mm. it out of the fire after Blanche. a shaggy start. Blanche, Blanche, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year we're back to the Flemish broadcaster, which is VRT. Yes. Who is basically really the follow on from Laura. So, you know, we'll see how they stage it. Don't expect it to be the same as Loic or Blanche because we've got the other broadcaster. Well, maybe we should hear the song first. Shall we? It's Belgium, Senec, A Matter of Time. Okay, so Nick was one of the earliest artists announced, actually. Was she the first? First or second. She was pretty close. It's between her and um, Austria? I think she might have been the first, actually. Yeah, I think so. At that, at that point, she was Laura. Laura G, we'll say, because her <laughs> surname is a little bit hard to pronounce. Yeah, obviously. Grossenecken. Something like that. Anyway. So, look, she's 27 years old. She's a visual merchandiser at Ikea. Oh, nice. I don't even know what that is. What do you mean? You have any walk through Ikea? They yes. have every house set up. Like, you could look at, make it look like this, make it look like that. Hey, that's so she it. actually just puts it together. I don't know. I haven't asked her, but I'm assuming that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. Um, <laughs> anyway, look, she is quite the artiste. She has a bit of genres there that she Ooh. does. She's listed down as being pole, pop, soul, and electronica, which is all a little bit different. Now, one of the biggest things that came out from her to be known was that she performed at the 50th anniversary um, sort of uh, concert for uh, James Bond films. And I think you can really hear that in this song. It feels very Bond-esque. And to her credit, she's also been one of the writers of this song too. Yeah, good stuff. Excellent. Well, she definitely is one of those performers that is credible, Yes. And, you know, uh, obviously very musically talented. Should we you talk about see what that? we like? Yes. Can we talk about it? What I really like about this, Dale, is it's so well written and so well produced. It's such an atmospheric song. It, it, to be honest, 
there is a little Bond elements to it. We'll get to that later. But it's, I think it's a really, really well-written and well-produced song. It sounds modern, even though it's got a classical kind of air to it. So there's, yeah, it, it's something I don't switch off when it comes on the shuffle. No way. Yep. Um, very pleasant to listen to. Very pleasant. And as far as positives for Eurovision, I think it's very jury-friendly. This is very jury-friendly, I think. So big, big plus for uh, Belgium there coming into a tight semi-final. So, yeah. Okay, interesting, and I agree with I agree with you totally. She she's very talented. There's no doubt she's incredibly talented, and this is a very pleasant. I like your wording there, pleasant. Um, we might touch on that later, uh, but look, it is a good, competent song. There's some lovely elements to it, and it's incredibly Bond esque. And look, that can work really well for you. Um, it could work against, but we'll, I do think that it's a it's Bond songs are great. They're very well known, and there's going to be that. Familiar, familiarity around it, mm. which we always think is something positive at Eurovision. Absolutely. You want people to attach themselves to it. And I think there is room for some atmospheric staging here. Um, they've got to pull it off, though, as well. So, yeah, look, overall, I, I, I think it's 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 good. It's a tick as a quality song. Hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. Let's talk about what we think might not work for it, though. Can I start? Yes, please. The thing I don't think works for it is it's pleasant. Yes. <laughs> I, know that. I thought that was a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pleasant. Yes. It's not outstanding. There's mm. no wow factor here. When it first came out, people on, we, we often view what's happening online, Dale. People were, it's a piece of art, Dale. It was a piece of art. I was, they were going to burn down the Louvre because. <laughs> We don't need the Mona Lisa anymore because we have this piece of art. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's no piece of art. It's, it's even lyrically, there's some really rhymey, rhymey. Basic, it is, there are some rhymey, rhymey. Basics. There's some really rhymey, rhymey, basic bits about this. Um, it's not outstanding as far as, wow, look at me. Um, so I worry about the standout factor. Mm. And I, I'm not even going to say when you get to the 26. Because it's got to get out of this semi-final. Mm. Um, and let's talk about it. It sounds dated. Yeah, I if guess you, so. You can throw in as much modern production as you want. It's, it's still, still a Bond song. It's still a Bond theme. And if we're going to slag off other entries, perhaps let's talk about Azerbaijan. Oh, gosh, that's dated. I've heard that before. Well, I've kind of heard this before, haven't I? Yeah. You know. And I've heard it done better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, fingers crossed she can pull it off with the live staging and make it compelling mm. because it, if this gets, you know, like a bad running order, this could just really fall into the background. Having said that, I still like the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I can, I can see some real pitfalls here. I can really see some Look, pitfalls. this is always going to be the interesting one, and don't add us. <laughs> don't hate oh, no, us at me. So uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We've tried. Look, we've genuinely gone. Do you know what? We don't understand the fuss, and we've tried to understand the fuss about it because uh, I do think it's really good. But if this was Latvia, Russia, and, and to be honest, like to me, to me, this and Funny Girl aren't that far apart from Latvia. Um, there's very different takes on it. Now, look, I think she's going to be a really big factor in it because I do think she is going to do a really good job. I love the music video, can I just say, as well. But in terms of the niggas and trying to be really critiqued here is um, 
yeah, look, I think I'm just trying to, like, it has to really execute this so perfectly well to get on people to go, yes, I want to pick up my phone and vote for that Bond-sounding song from that chick from Belgium. This is no winning song. God, no, this is no winning song. The thing that people think that this could win is ludicrous. Interesting that it's gone up in the odds lately. Uh, odds are following what fans are talking yeah, about. No, so I'm not enough. surprised it's gone up there, yeah, to be honest. Fair enough. And look, I do think, you know, it has a good chance of doing well, but also it's also could fall away. Running order is going to be massively important. They are going to have to stage it. They're going to do, have to do it so well because if they don't do it really well, oh, there's, you know, potential issues here with this song. Mm. I'm not seeing what other people are saying here. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, maybe we are. One thing I will say in her defence too, I have no doubt she'll be able to perform this or sing this song live. I don't think she needs to be staged though. I don't think she'll have lyrical or like like a singing issues with it. Mm. I don't think she'll perform the song. Whether they make it compelling behind her and what's going on yeah. with the staging, that's a whole other story. So they've got a very strong, good artist, but whether this is the right package to, you know. To, 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 well, I don't know about winning, gosh. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, look, it's not bad. I, I, I guess we should go to the rap and, rap and rain. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's look at here. And look, I know people are probably already, like, swearing at us and going, we don't know what we're talking mm, about. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> because, look, let's Time say, will tell. this is the fan love of the year, oh, I would totally. say. totally. There's a lot of fan hype, but I've already, like, uh, you can get caught up in the hype, and I'm also trying to be objective about it as well. I agree. So where do you rank it, Mike? Okay. Well, first of all, let's wrap it. I think this is a good solid entry from Den- uh, from from Belgium. <laughs> oh God, gosh. <laughs> no, and and it's certainly got some potential to even go better than what I'm hearing on the studio. Yes, definitely has. And you know, Belgium have a pretty good record with staging lately, so I have no doubt they'll elevate the song. But I'm ranking it twenty second out of forty three. Okay, midfield for you. Midfield. This is very midfield for me. Yeah, and look, to wrap it up, good quality song as it stands right now. Uh, not a huge rap on it. However, I could imagine seeing the first rehearsal and going, you know what, I put my hands up, I was completely wrong. Because there is potential with it. I'm just judging on what I hear right now. And wow, we're not far off. I've got this... 21st. Wow. Oh, geez. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, we're probably going to be torched by the uh, the fandom. <laughs> We've been banned from Belgium for life. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hope she, I don't know if she's doing some of the pre-parties. I hope yep. she is. Yeah. Because I really want to see her perform this. Yeah. Look, it's not, even putting it 21st, that means that it would be in our final. So Look. we're not completely dissing it on this one. So yeah, we'll find out what the Australian jury think of this. Now, mm-hmm. our Australian jury is made up of fans from Twitter who are very much into Eurovision. Lots of different people. They've ranked their songs first to 43rd. Now, they have put it at Michael. Mm-hmm. Sixth. Okay. However, no one's ranked it actually higher than sixth. So just the way of a first to 43rd can work sometimes the fact that nearly everyone put it between 6th and 18th. Only one person didn't put it in that zone. They put it at 30-odd. Okay. So it was consistently in people's top 20. Mm-hmm. That does scream a little bit of a midfield issue there. Mm. But it does scream, you know, consistently good song. Everybody likes it. And what was the highest rank? 6th. That was it. So it finishes 6th. 
but his highest rank was six. There were just so many high results. Okay, fair and enough. That's the way jury scores can work sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Statistical anomaly. Mm. Anomaly? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so where do we think it's going to qualify or not, Dad? Look, I went around on this one, but I have to say I have to put this as a yes. I was thinking borderline yes, but it's too good of a quality song in terms of, I think, the jury, and it will get some telly vote appeal. Uh, I don't think it's a definite, but I, I can't say borderline for everything. I'll say yes, but it still wouldn't shock me if it doesn't make it. Okay. Sounds like you're almost sitting on the fence and just fell off look, to one side. Yeah, look, I'm t- <laughs> it pretty much is. Yeah. I'm not, I don't feel confident I wouldn't bet on it making it. Mm. Let's put it that way. Look, I think I'm putting this borderline and I'm putting this borderline yes. I know it's not really my cup of tea. And to be honest, hearing those stats that the Aussies put it in sixth uh, makes me think it will get through. Um, but if anyone thinks this is going to finish in the top five at the end of the grand final, I think you're kidding yourself. Um, yeah, look, it's good, but it's not great. No. Yeah. I think it would fade away in a final, oh. and we'll see. Uh, it'll, it'll probably depend how many other kind of similar-sounding songs are or, in there. Or if this gets top half. I don't, if this gets top half in the grand final, you, there's no top five there. There's no top five. Well, look, it's been quite controversial for us, I think. I I know a lot of fans love it. Now, look, tell us how we're wrong. I would love to hear what you love about it. Well, tell us that we're right. Yes! (laughs) Anyway, look, so please, we really, really want to hear what you think about this song. I think this is a big discussion point. Uh, Get us on our socials, Aussie Vision Net, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. But... Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. I'm sorry if we upset you. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Doug. Triggered. These are only our opinions. Maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Hit us up. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, see ya. Bye.